As we cross the threshold into a new year, ask the Lord to give you a new beginning of obedience to Him. We turn the page of life and begin a new chapter. You know, that's really what life is all about. We spend our years as a tale that is told. One chapter comes to a conclusion. It's just the commencement of another. God's endings are all new beginnings. And the last chapter is really just the first chapter of the rest of the story. I bring you to Matthew chapter 28. It is the last chapter in the gospel according to Matthew. And in many respects, the disciples must have thought it was the end. Matthew 28 verse 1 says, In the end of the Sabbath. As it began to dawn toward the first day of the week came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the sepulcher. Jesus is dead. Their Messiah is gone. Their hopes have been dashed. Oh, they've come to the end. I've marked in my Bible in Matthew 28 verse 1 the words the end and then the words the first. You see, it's not the end. It's just the first of the next chapter. And God is at work. You see, in all of life, there are going to be events. There are going to be obstacles. There are going to be emotions. There are going to be enemies. All of that changes. All of that passes away. But there's one thing that matters. There's one thing that lasts. And that, my friends, is the presence of Christ, the risen Christ, the living Christ. You see, in Matthew chapter 28, when they got to the end of it all, they met Jesus. And they found in Matthew chapter 28 that the presence of Christ was all they needed. Three times in this one chapter we, we find a word of atten attention. In verse 7, the Bible says, And go quickly, tell his disciples that he's risen from the dead, and behold, he goeth before you. In verse 9 it says, And as they went to tell his disciples, behold, Jesus met them. And in verse 20 at the end of the chapter, Jesus himself says to them, Lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. And the three marvelous truths that I want to give you about the next chapter. Here they are. They all center on Jesus. Number one, Jesus goes before you. Now that's what He did with them. For the disciples, He was going before them in the Galilee. And it says, There shall ye see Him. Can I tell you that God's going to go before you into the next chapter? He always goes ahead. He led the children of Israel through that desert land by a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. He always went ahead of them. God's going to go before you into every place. Galilee was home to these men. It was familiar ground. Uh, but the great thing about it was Jesus was going to be there. Can I tell you in the familiar places of life, Christ is going before you. He's going before you into every day. He's not bound by geography and He's not bound by time. This was a tough time for these disciples. They're heartbroken. They're uncertain of the future. They don't know what to expect. Uh, things seem to be out of control. And yet, isn't it wonderful that Jesus says, I'm going before you. I'm thinking now the words of the psalm, psalmist that says, He leadeth me. Aren't you glad He leads us? Into every place, into every day, into every circumstance. It took a measure of faith to leave Jerusalem at this time and travel on the word of these women who said they'd seen the risen Christ. 
But when you step out on faith, you'll find that Jesus meets you there because Jesus goes before you. Then not only does He go before you, the Bible says in verse 9 that as they went, Jesus met them. He not only goes before you, ahead of you, but He meets you along the way. As you obey Him, that's what they were doing. They were just going on the word they'd been given. They were following. And as they went, Jesus met them along the way. It was there that they fall down and they worship Him. They take Him by the feet and hold on to Him and worship Him. Can I tell you that as you meet Him along the way, you'll be led to worship. You'll see Jesus as you've never seen Him before. That was what happened after the resurrection of Christ. In the words of Scripture, Jesus met them. Peter was brokenhearted over his failure, but Jesus met him. Thomas was living in unbelief, but Jesus met him. Two disciples on the road to Emmaus were totally disillusioned, but Jesus met them. Mary Magdalene was weeping in the garden, but Jesus met her. Five hundred were assembled in one place one time, but Jesus met them. And I want to give you a good word today. In the next chapter, Jesus is going to meet you there as well. Oh yes, He's not forsaken you. He goes before you. He meets you along the way. And then, as if that's not enough, like a divine exclamation point, we have Christ's own words in verse 20 of Matthew 28. Lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. He not only goes before you and meets you along the way, He stays with you to the end. As you go about His work, as you obey Him, He's going to be with you. You're going to know His presence in fullness. You're going to know His joy. You're going to know His power. He's going to be with you. How long? The Bible says, until the end of the world. Literally, until the world ends. This is a time word in every age. Even in our age. We're living in dark days. These are difficult hours. And yet, even then, Jesus promises, Hebrews 13, verse 5, that I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee. Friend, He's never failed us. He's never forsaken us. I don't think He's about to start now. He knows exactly where you are. He knows exactly what you're dealing with. He's gone before you. He's going to meet you along the way. And He's going to stay with you to the end. G. Campbell Morgan, the great preacher, was sitting one day reading this chapter of the Bible to an 85-year-old saint, a faithful Christian. And when he finished... He read these words, Lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. He said to this dear woman, That's a wonderful promise. And this faithful saint of God turned to G. Campbell Morgan and said sharply to him with a smile, That is not a promise, sir. That is a fact. This is not just something we hope Jesus said and will keep His word. No, this is a fact. We have His presence. As a matter of fact, I've marked in my Bible these two words. Jesus says, Lo, I am. Who are you, Lord? I am that I am. Now, that was His name in the Old Testament. That's His name in the New Testament. Now, that's what He said to the first disciples, and that's what He said to us. I am. I am what? Yes, everything. All that you need. Everywhere you are. Whatever you face. Could I ask you, is Christ's presence a fact to you today? Is Christ's presence a living reality in your life? In the words of Matthew 28, Behold, behold, lo. In other words, look. Pay attention to this. Don't miss this. 
Because in the last chapter, Jesus is revealing a principle that will help you in every chapter of your life. He is central to all of life's events. He is more powerful than every obstacle that comes against you. He is constant through every emotion, and He is greater than every enemy. All may change, the hymn writer wrote, but Jesus never. Glory to His name. Would you turn your eyes to the Lord Jesus today? In the next chapter, you'll find that Jesus is always the same. Uh, What is the next chapter? Well, after His ascension, we have the coming of the Holy Spirit. The next chapter is Acts chapter 1. It's the new beginning, the start of, of the New Testament church. Oh, the Lord has so many new beginnings for all of us. Would you look to Jesus today? Would you believe that in the next chapter, as in all the chapters to this point in the story, Jesus will go before you, meet you along the way, and stay with you to the end? Someday when the final chapter is written on this earth and we step into eternity, a new chapter, an eternal chapter will begin. And we'll all sing the faithfulness of our God because Jesus is with us unto the end of the world. Amen. A new start begins with new life in Jesus Christ. If you don't know Him, our prayer is that you will trust Him today as your personal Savior. If you do know Him, realize that each believer should determine to make this year a new beginning of obedience to God. For more resources on walking with Christ, please visit us online at scottpauley.org.